How are we doing today? You all good? I love coming up on the mountaintop. Just reminds us to come up where the air is clear and we don't have to worry about all the stuff. And it really, in, in the perspective of heaven and what God can do in our lives, the stuff we get bogged down in really is ridiculous. We should just take a hand and <laughs> slap ourselves around sometimes. Um, I'm on a squeaky seat. Here we go. There we go. All right. Let's pray. Yeah, I'm a little bit out of it. It's okay. <laughs> We're going to get there. That will just soak in it. Pickle. <laughs> I pickled this morning. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for sitting in you. We thank you for communion with you, Lord. And I pray that our hearts will be open to what um, you've laid on my heart to share this morning, that it would shift things, that it would change things, that it would accelerate things in our lives, Lord, that it would bear fruit. We worship you. I welcome the angels here, cloud of witnesses to be in our midst, all family in heaven and earth worshipping together. And we're not alone. There is many... Thank you, Lord. Bring clarity, Lord. Let's quiet our hearts and our minds to receive your word. In Jesus' name. Have you got your Bibles there? Um, <clears throat> I want to turn to John 15. I am going to read it out of the Passion, but I, I will make reference. <coughs> if you've got another translation, if you do have the Bible app, you can just click on to TPT and it will come up with a... Passion. Ah, this one. New King James reads, verse 1, I am the true vine and my father is a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it will bear more fruit or much fruit. I am the true vine. My father is a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. I was just uh, having my quiet time while I were in Sydney and I woke up early one morning and, and um, the Lord hit me with this. And I just was so encouraged about the father's loving, tender loving care towards us and that he understands us so well. And sometimes we can, without meaning to, still see God as a God who's just like, right, let's just get this done. You know, it's on task and just get things sorted in your life and move on. And we can get a bit like business thinking when it comes to how God deals with our lives and forget that he's a loving heavenly father, that he tends to us gently and carefully and that he's not, he's not there waiting to just, oh, deal with that. And sometimes we can without meaning, even though we know he loves us and he cherishes us, we can still think, oh, I've got this stuff in my life and oh, God's touching it. Oh, just And we can hold back because we think he's just going to cut it off or deal with this harshly or we hold back. And when I, when I read this scripture, it just really, really hit me because I read it in the Passion and it takes another little slant on something that I have read for many years. John chapter 15 is probably one of my favourite passages in the Word. I've read it over and over again. But this is why it's so helpful to read different translations because you can just, things pop. 
things will pop. And when they pop, your eyes like, ah, oh, it's a rhema word to you, a living word. And so I've been reading every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away for 20 years, 30 years. And I read it in the Passion this week and I want to read to you how it reads. It says, I am the true sprouting vine and the farmer who tends a vine is my father. Verse 2 says, he cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. The words I've spoken over you have already cleansed you, so you must remain in life union with me, for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will not be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. I want to take you back to verse 2. It says, he cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches. If you look at another translation, it says that he takes away. And I just want to, when I read that, I was like, all right, I've got to get into the Greek on this. So I'm digging out things because it really takes another slant on it. And it's not that it's incorrect, but it's that we have to understand when there's a translation that you've got to dig deep. If the Lord puts the finger on it and says, look deeper, look deeper. Sometimes we can look on the surface and the Holy Spirit's wanting us to look deeper. It's the same as when we have visions and dreams and we think, what does that dream mean? And I know that you come and see me and I'm like, look deeper. Look deeper because what this means is not necessarily what you think. And we can look on face value or a word value and we go, oh yeah, that's what that means and presume things because we've filtered it through our experience of what we know or somebody's told us in the past. But when God says, look deeper, then look deeper into what he wants you to see. And so this morning I'm going us to look deeper because that takes away word in there. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. You've got to understand that he's talking about branches that are vitally connected to him. He's talking about us, that we are connected to him And then he's saying, when we don't bear fruit, he takes us away. It doesn't make sense when you translate that. Yeah. So what he's saying, and if you look in the Greek, is it it means that he takes up to himself every fruitless branch. He doesn't remove these branches, but he takes them to himself. And as a wise and loving farmer, he lifts them up off the ground. If you look at the Greek, there's four different meanings for takes away. It's... um, to lift or pick up, to lift it up as in lifting one's eyes up or voice, to lift up with the added thought of lifting up in order to carry away and to remove. And the translators, they just went, oh, it just means to remove. But if you look at the Greek, it's actually meaning in the context of the word there, it's meaning we're all, it, this branch isn't like one that's severed that's going to be thrown off into the fire. This is somebody who's connected into Jesus in communion with him Why would he cut you off? Why do we cut those parts of your life that aren't bearing fruit right now? Why would he cut them off? That's not the Father's heart. He is the Father and he tends with loving kindness to us. What he does, and it just hit me, I was like, wow. When we have areas in our life or we are feeling fruitless, he does not cut us off from him. He does not discipline us harshly. He lifts us up. He lifts us up and props us up. And that's what the word is saying here. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch so that it bears more fruit. 
You know, there's areas in our life and even just our whole life when we go through seasons where we just feel like it's winter. It's like, what is happening? What is God doing? And we can feel fruitless. And we can feel like we're not doing anything for God and God must be disappointed with us. And we have this dialogue going on in our head and the enemy just loves it. He loves to feed into that religious rubbish. But the word says here that when we're connected to him, there was two types of branches there, one that was fruitful and one that wasn't. He doesn't cut either off because they're in him. He's saying when you're feeling like that, I'm not going to cut you off. I'm not going to discipline you. I'm not going to cut those bits of your life up that aren't doing anything. He lifts them up. He props them up in the sunshine and he lets his love and his word just wash and cleanse us until they start to grow and bear fruit. So you think about your life, you think about even areas and parts of your life where you know they're not being as fruitful as they should be, where they've been in a season where you've just shut down something or it's like, I know I've got these things in my heart, I'm creative or I'm a business-minded or I know I need to study that or I know I need to be, I've got this in my life and it feels like it's not bearing fruit. The Father doesn't want to cut that off. He's not disappointed with us. He goes, I want to lift that part of your life up to me and clean it off. You know, like it's like a branch that's lying on the ground and the insects crawl over it and the moss grows on it. He doesn't snip it off. He lifts it off up off the ground, props it up, ties it to the trellis, cleans it up and lets the sun do its work. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. I, just, I got so blessed. I've been blessed all week on that. I've been having a happy on it because, you know, sometimes we can be so harsh with ourselves and religion can be so harsh. It's like you've got to produce, you've got to serve, you you know, and all this. And we can be like Basil the Branch. I don't know if anybody's read Basil the Branch where he tried so hard. He's like, you know, that kind of noise, trying to make something happen. And, and it's like we, he, the Father doesn't want us to be like that, to struggle and strive and push. He says, just let me prop you up when you're feeling weak. Just when you're falling down, just I'm going to lift you up. The fruitless parts of our life, he's going to lift them up because he knows that he will complete what he started in us, that he will perfect that which concerns us, that he has a plan and you're his, we're his masterpiece, we're his poem, That's what the word says and he is writing this beautiful poem about us. We're his masterpiece. And so he's not going to chop us up. He's not going to cut us to bits. When we're fruitful, he comes along and goes, oh, yeah, let's just snip that bit here so there's not. But but the bits that aren't fruitful, he props us up. And that's why David, he was able to say in some, my paper is really sticky. He was able to say in Psalm 3, verse 3, says, But you, O Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. He lifts us up. He lifts our head up. When we're downcast, he lifts us up. We don't have to struggle. And when we're feeling weak, he says, it's okay, I'm going to lift you up. Where we're feeling fruitless, he says, it's okay. I will prop you up. I will lift you up. It's about we are always in him, we're always connected to him. But John 15 is about, it's about relationship. It's about communion with him. We're always positioned in him. That's what the connection is all about. But abiding in him is about relationship. And if we can understand how much he loves us, and this scripture just really opens it up for us, that how much he loves us, that even when we feel fruitless, even when we are fruitless, that we're not producing the things we know we should, 
God is not out to discipline us harshly. He says, I will lift you up. I will prop you up. I will strengthen you. Lift up your eyes to the hills. Where does your help come from? I am the one, maker of heaven and earth, who will strengthen you and hold you and tend to you until those parts of your life or your whole life will start to bear fruit. Isn't that good? That just is like, it's, it's oil to our souls and our, our spirits when we're struggling. And it's so important to grab hold of that. And that's why it's so important to dig into the word. He first lifts us up. He prunes away the unproductive elements, carefully cleansing us from anything that would be counterproductive and would hinder the growth. He's the one that does that. The fruitless branch is lifted up and put in position of fruit bearing. So I just want to encourage you that when we're feeling like that, even if you're feeling like this, this that this morning, you, know, you think, God, what are you doing? Why are you taking so long? And you know, you can look, my apple tree out the back, I'm going, why are you taking so long, God, with that apple tree? Are you ever going to, you know, I'm looking at this little tree and, and, and it's like, is it ever going to have apples on it? But like Philip goes out and prays over it and waters it and prunes it and it's like, you know, that apple tree, I mean, I feel sorry for it because it gets hit by the ball a lot, but... <laughs> But he hasn't ripped it out. Don't blame it on you. It it hasn't been pulled out of the ground and chucked aside because we know that the apple tree is designed to bear fruit. It's designed to grow apples. And the father knows, and he, he doesn't toss us aside or forget about us. He knows that you're designed to bear good fruit, that he has a plan and a purpose for us. And even if it seems like it's taking forever, God is never in a hurry. He is never in a hurry. Yeah, I had a lemon tree once and a storm came along and, and just cut it off so there was a stick about so high left in the ground and I'm a bit, I'm a nurse so if anything's sick I want to tend it, you know. So um, people were saying, oh, just pull that thing out, you know, there's, not, there's nothing there and it took seven years it took seven years and it grew and it, it had lemons on it. Seven years, yeah. That's right. You know, God never gives up on us. You know, his love never runs out and uh, we're the recipients of his loving kindness and his care. You know, that's what the word talks about. And, and the world has a harsh view of the Lord that, you know, that oh, if you're not producing, if you're, if you're messing about, if you're out partying, if you're, you know, you're losing your temper, all those things, oh, God, God's not happy with you, so he'll just push you aside. And that is not how the Father is. That's religion that teaches that, that, oh, you're like, oh, you're over here because you're not producing and you're not looking the part. The Father looks at our hearts and he knows what we struggle with and he's so gracious and he's so kind. And he, he'll just prop us up and he, he will take years. He will be patient with us. And what he started, what, he's, what, he's, what he has written about you in the books of heaven, what, he's, what he created you for, he will patiently wait. And he'll keep on sending reminders and people into your world and, and words and, and dreams and he'll keep on. And he will not give up on us. So don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself. He's always caring for us and ready for us. And taking those loving actions to help us be fruitful, just like a gardener who cares for his vine does. So I just really want us to wait on that this morning. Just let that truth 
just go in, just seep, <laughs> seep into you. I don't know if you've got a song you can play, Philip. I've lost my guitarist. Um, but just to let his, let his goodness and, you know, sometimes we can rush away when the Lord has spoken and I don't want us to do that this morning. If, if you're feeling like when I was speaking and it was like, oh, I feel like that. Or, or um, God, I, I just I feel like I'm not good enough or I fail you so often. Just bring that to the Father and let him minister into that and let him prop you up, let him lift you up. Let him cleanse you so that um, the sun can shine on it. Yeah, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and just show us what's in our hearts and our minds this morning where we may feel like we're so weak or where we've failed you or we've got stuff in our life that we know isn't quite right. I pray that you would help us this morning, Holy Spirit, just to bring it to the light and that we don't have to do it that you would prop us up, that you would lift us up and clean us up, that we might bear fruit, that we might be the people that we're created to be, that deep down we want to be, that you would empower us, Lord, that all the goodness from being connected to you would flow into us, that you would infuse us with strength and energise us by your dynamic power this morning, that you would clean off the guilt and the worry and the shame and the depression the hurt, disappointments, Lord, fear. Just cleanse us from those things this morning. It's not about what we can do. It's about what you have already done. It's about what you have already spoken. The sound of your voice has already said about us. What you have already written in our book in heaven. Awesome, awesome plan you have for each one of our lives, Lord. Minister Holy Spirit into our hearts and minds this morning. Set us free.